what we're going to do, normally we would drop our interview shows on Wednesdays, but because we want to get the word out nice and early, we're going to go ahead and drop this one as our Monday show. Okay. And uh, then our our regular Monday show will drop Wednesday. It's going to be very confusing for people. So, <laughs> well, we, we appreciate you getting it out early. Yeah, well, you know, we we, we want to help support the Indians, you know, because this is this is Indie Comic Book Week, and it's all about supporting the Indians. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah, I think it's great that the Indians are doing comic books. It's been a long time coming. I'm Jake Ekus. I'm the uh, creator of Solomon Azua and one of the founders of Indie Comic Book Week. Hi, I'm Ben Lung Lu, part of Space Gun Studios, and mostly a support uh, member. And uh, you're listening to Funny Books with Aaron and Polly. have a nice holiday yeah 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 it was a, a good weekend there were a lot of traveling and crazy snowstorms i tell you what yeah. the, the snow here in in dallas was just insane on on christmas eve it was weird like i was i was over at my mom's in like south fort worth mm-hmm. and that was it was nuts we got like five inches out there yeah oh it was just it was bizarre the further west you got, the worse it was. Uh, we canceled a bunch of our of our driving around plans for Christmas Eve just because I was watching the the traffic and they kept saying it's going to get worse, it's going to mm-hmm. get worse. And I'm like, yeah, we're just going to stay in. We'll yeah, start we, our Christmas drinking early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we moved some of our our Christmas plans. We were supposed to have most of it done on Christmas Eve, but some of it got bumped to Christmas Day. So yeah, yeah, I got stuck on a hill. For like a good five minutes, spinning my tires. I got no <laughs> snow here. <laughs> so I got nothing. It was fifty. It was like almost sixty degrees here. So yeah. which is odd because Aaron's in Texas. So you, you kind of imagine it would be otherwise. But yeah. yeah. Well, that was us earlier in the week. I mean, you know, the day before it snowed all that. It was, it was seventy degrees. Seventy. Yeah. Seventy. It was gorgeous outside. Yeah, I was wearing my shorts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. This well, this weather's nuts. Well, you know, I have been uh, uh, gimped up this holiday season. I, I uh, got to enjoy an attack from my cat, who uh, I, my, my cat's bipolar, and so he gets uh, two pills a day to help control that. And uh, when I was giving him his evening pill, he decided that he didn't want to take that pill, and so he latched onto the knuckle of my index finger and just just chomped down and would not let go. And so I'm like, hey, 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 you know, and I'm trying to pull him off, pull him off. And I finally get him to come off long enough for him to then leap onto the back of my wrist. <laughs> and I, he does the same thing. He gets onto the back of my wrist and won't let go. And I mean, he is just, you know, chawing down on my wrist, you know, to get him off. I literally had to pull him off my wrist with his teeth still in my uh, wrist. And I mean, I'm sitting there, I'm pulling my hey, God. <laughs> blood was all over the place. In fact, you know, this all happened in our uh, guest bathroom. It looked like the Manson family had been using my bathroom. I mean, there was just blood everywhere. And I had to go to the the ER and everything and get stitches and 
so I've been, you know, the one-handed podcaster since last Monday. <laughs> and, you know, trying to open up gifts on Christmas was it was a real trick. <laughs> I, can, I can see that being a problem. Yeah. But uh, I, I went out to uh, get donuts this morning. And, you know, it's this little uh, uh, Asian lady at the at the uh, donut counter. And she's like, oh, my God, what happened to your hand? And I said, oh, you know, you know, had an incident, got some really bad cuts on it and whatnot. And uh, she's like, you're a wild man. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, yes, and yes, the, I am. It was all I could do not to add on in bed. <laughs> You're a wild man. I came home just giggling about that. My wife thought that was amusing. <laughs> you, you, you told her with a sense of pride, and she yeah. just sort of looked at you and said, "Yes, of course." Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know that one. My girlfriend gives me that one too. Yeah. yeah. So, indie comic book week. This is pretty awesome. I'm over here at IndieComicBookWeek.com, and I'm looking at all of these, you know, original comics uh, that are coming out just for for this event. And I'm looking at the column of retailers. How many retailers do you guys have participating? Oh God, I, I think our, um, I okay. The the last count I had was in the 40s. Wow. I think. I, I don't know if we quite hit 50 yet, but yeah. I know we were getting really close. We we passed up, oh, and, and and to be fair, that's that's just like the individually like named shops. But uh-huh. several of those shops have multiple have multiple locations. locations. Yeah. yeah. So so like so like Midtown is actually three shops, and you know then like there was uh, like Keith's here in Dallas, I think has five, and then Lone Star has seven, and yeah. so on and so forth. So I mean, I'm I'm sure that there's there's at least 50 different retailer locations represented by that. You That's know, awesome, man. In number. Yeah. Now, you know, uh, Jake, we were lucky enough to have you on uh, earlier to talk a little bit about Indie Comic Book Week, but uh, maybe you guys can uh, refresh our, uh, our our audience on uh, how this came to be and what it's all about. Um, I remember sometime in August there was a flyer that got put out by uh, Kyle Latino, I believe is the screen name for uh, DA about something called Deadline 09. And it was uh, done immediately after when Diamond announced that they won't be shipping any comic books on the 30th of December. Uh, me, Matt, and Jake, and Paul started... Uh, Paul sent us an email with that flyer, and that kind of started this conversation. Uh, oddly enough, I was in California at the time. And so Matt's like, all right, we, we should do something about this, man, at least for here in Dallas. So he got the any comic book we domain, and I think I set up the he set up the email address and I set up the blog, and I wrote a blog post on my blog, like sitting on the floor, trying to work that up and trying to find graphics to use as some sort of um, image, uh, because I was on my laptop in Cali, I didn't have any of my resources on me, so I was trying like, oh wait, I think I have one of our projects still on the server. Let me go download that and use that for something. So yeah, Jacob was surprised that he they saw like my their line art in the original graphic. Mm-hmm. And it started from there, and I posted that, and we started tweeting it every other day or something, and it yeah. just blew up after that. Like started Matt got the website up and running. Paul got us a really slick logo, um, and then we me and Jake sat down and made up a like an email list of people that email and we talked to Jeremy at Titan Comics and he gave us 
some really good insight of like who to contact on their side of things because as creators we're not really savvy on a lot of the retail um, contacts and who to talk sure. to that kind of thing so he gave us a lot of good input on that and uh, he just kind of like started snowballing from there wow that's well, awesome. Well, you know, I remember we're seeing some of those original tweets and, you know, it was, all came out as, you know, everyone was kind of realizing that there wasn't going to be anything coming from Marvel and DC, you know, the week of the 30th. Yeah. And, you know, I was like, wow, I've, you know, a, such short notice for the, for the indie comic book guys to put something together. This will never happen. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you, you know, you know, I'm sure that thought crossed our mind at the beginning of it too. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was going to be us at like like Zeus and Titan and like Madness Comics. Yeah, and that's it. Well, you know, I'm looking and what is it? 26 different titles that are coming out uh, for indie comic. Yeah, no of. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that are connected there, to y'all. Yeah, yeah. There's because there's several that we know that are guys who are putting something out that day as part of the event who didn't actually register on the site that we've kind of run into through various yeah. other. So yeah, we talked yeah. to some uh, uh, Zeus comics, and he's like, "Oh yeah, we, we heard about this title and this title." It's like I never even heard of those books, and I'm the <laughs> one who. Uh, handles all the blogger invites and I even hear those books. And so there are people out there who are just, who are doing what we, we really expected them to do was to use the website as a resource into getting their books into shops as well. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's been, we have no idea how many books are actually out there. Well, you know, I've seen some comments out there that you guys are just too corporate, you know, oh, really? that y'all are just the machine. <laughs> 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 Sweet, we we went far enough to be corporate. Gonna, yeah. If that's true, I'm kind of proud of that. <laughs> yeah, you're the man now. <laughs> well, yeah, we we went from three months to being like nobody indie guys, and now we're the man. Dude, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> that's pretty intense, especially for a bunch of dudes. Like, hey, uh, do we get the ding done? I think so. <laughs> did you answer that email? I don't know. It it looks like somebody did. did was it me? <laughs> the, the, I'm, not the gonna, prof- I'm not gonna say that happened, but similar conversations may have occurred. <laughs> the professionalism is frightening. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, excellent. Well, you know, I, I'm just amazed at, at how much you guys have put together, and you know, I've I've gotten to see some of the preview art. Uh, like, for instance, you know, Jake, we've we've talked before. Uh, about the preview art for Solomon Azua, and I'm just, I can't wait to get my hands on that. Uh, in fact, I've, I've made sure and talked to Zeus last week, or Richard over at Zeus when I was there, and I said, now make sure you hold me a copy of Solomon Azua, because, you know, I don't know if you're going to have it on your checklist or not, but, you know, I, I need that. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I'm just, I'm really pleased with some of the artwork we've seen. And I know there's a lot here that I haven't even seen preview art for, but, uh, you know, some of the stuff from uh, uh, Matt Warlick's book, Sinru, am I pronouncing oh, yeah. that right? So uh, Ryu, I think. Is, Ryu. Yeah, Ryu. Um it's just I mean, the the pages are just gorgeous. I, I just can't wait to to hold it in my hands. Oh yeah. Yeah, his you know. his stuff is looking awesome. And I mean there's other good there's really good books out there. There's a really small one. It's like a I mean it's it's like a book that's I think maybe like four inches by three or something. It's like the size of a note card, but it's uh-huh. it's really thick. It's called like the Green Monk book or something. Uh-huh. That book oh, looks yeah. awesome. Oh man, like, we, cause, cause Matt and I, we did all of our hand drop offs mm-hmm. last week for all the local shops. And so you got to see some? Yeah, so we got to see some of the ones that, that have already, like, come in. And, like, that book 
like thus far, aside from the ones that you know from from the Dallas crew, which are obviously amazing. Um, <laughs> but, but but aside from those, that one was the one that like of the ones that had come in already because not because they were still getting some in, but of the ones that had already come in, that was man, that one took the cake. That was that was gorgeous work in that book. So and it, so if you get look a chance, at, check that one out. <laughs> looking here on the website, Green Monk is by Brandon Dayton. It's a hundred and thirty two pages. Yes. Four and a quarter inches by six and a quarter inches with a cover price of five dollars. Um, and the description on it says Green Monk follows the adventures of a monk cast out of his order, wandering a mythical Russian countryside. His only companion is a magical blade of grass that draws him into a brutal struggle against a terrifying foe. That sounds awfully interesting. It, and it's oh, a gorgeous yeah. little book. It, it is really pretty and very, very nicely put together. Wow, four and a quarter inches by six and a quarter it's, inches. It's a weird size, but but it it it's neat. I, th- I think you'd like it you, if if you if they, if they have it. it uh, if if he's got some copies at the Zeus, uh, check that one out because I, okay. I know there's copies at at Heroplex. I don't know if Richard got any or not. Yeah, it's it's going to be kind of an interesting uh, event. Uh, you know, it seems like uh, you might be chasing down to different shops to see who got what. You know? uh, yeah, I think I think most of. I, I think most of the Dallas shops got got roughly the same bundle, mm-hmm. and I know um, of of all the shops that we have, I think the one that's probably going to have the most of our of, of like the various different creators' books is probably Midtown. Okay. Because because Midtown took out some some really good orders from everybody, so I think I think most of the books will be represented there. Granted, not everybody's in New York, but <laughs> for for those who are. That's that's a good place to go. Um, yeah, excellent. Well, and, and Paul, uh, you know, how many guys do you have there in Virginia that are participating? Uh, <laughs> sadly, none. Um, the closest place I think I saw on the um, on the actual indie comic book website, uh, indiecomicbookweek.com. Nice little plug there. That was almost natural. Yes, <laughs> Was uh, North Carolina? I think Raleigh, maybe uh, North Carolina. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think so. Let me, let me. Or Winston Salem, um, North Carolina, which is still a couple of hours away, mm-hmm. uh, which is tricky to make on a Wednesday that I work. <laughs> Long lunch. <laughs> yeah, I'll be back in a couple hours. I'm gonna go grab a bite to eat in North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, Virginia's one of those states we didn't we didn't we didn't hit a lot of. We got we got a lot in like New York, and we got several in Arizona and. Well, I'm not going to lie. Virginia is not a good geek state. Um, really? <laughs> you know, we don't get conventions because when conventions come here, no one goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the few fanboys like myself remaining, you know, complain that nothing comes here. Um, you know, and, but, you know, literally, you know, it's just not a good state for it. So I, I'm not surprised. I mean, there, there have been some great comic shops recently, uh, opened in Virginia. Um, but, you know, it, it's, you know, we, I think we talked about, or uh, on the show, about how most comic shops are like someone's attic or someone's basement. And then yeah. that's really how most comic shops are in Virginia. Well, and, and, and to be fair, there may be some in Virginia, like, like I said, like, just, just as the, the, just as there's, there's, there's creators who we don't, that, that aren't necessarily on the site who are participating, there are, uh, equally, there are some retailers that we, that haven't contacted us that we know are participating as well, because I, I've heard from some of the creators who said, "Oh yeah, I have my book in this shop," and I'm like, "Man, I've never even heard of that shop. Why didn't they call us? Like, we give yeah. we give them publicity." <laughs> um, but because like I think there's like a couple of shops in Austin that we actually didn't hear from, but I know they're 
there carrying some books and maybe doing some signings even. Jake, you uh, wrote and drew Solomon Azua, but Lun, you did the lettering on that, correct? Yes. And uh, you and you and Jake kind of go go back a little ways. Uh, didn't y'all go to to college together? Mm-hmm. Yeah, have that right. Uh, and we were, yeah, we were in like some uh, of our intro classes together. <laughs> oh wow! So like the entire college experience together. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much, I think so. And did y'all go? Do I recall correctly? Y'all went to University of North Texas. Yes. Yes. So tell me about the uh, art program there. Ooh, which half of it? Okay, because Lon and I started out in the same program. We started out in, in, in communication design, which is their like graphic design, you know, hybrid program, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and I, in, in the, mi- the middle of year two, decided, you know, I'd really like to do some drawing and painting. So I switched to that degree. And, uh, we had very different experiences from that point out. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. So, I'll let so, Lon tell you his experience first. Yes, this, please. This, compare and contrast. Yes. <laughs> I, I believe um, I had a very, very interesting uh, experience in that they kind of treated us as small design studios. And so we had, like, we had, like, uh, made up clients and we, we had a lot of critiques and we had long hours in the critique room with like pots of coffee and that kind of stuff where it really was feel like a, um, you're in a studio working. Mm-hmm. It's very intense and we were all kind of, all of the classes we kind of like bonded over those course of years because you're working through the same trenches in the same way. But I do believe, uh, and she told what happened on, at his show in his graduation, but at my graduation, um, the, the professors arranged for us to have a senior show at the Dallas Contemporary with our portfolios, resumes, and business cards. And for two days before our, our senior show, they invited the Dallas design community to come out and like, hey, here's our graduating class. Come out out, check out the portfolios, pick up resumes, pick up pick up business cards, and maybe you'll find a new hire there. Mm-hmm. And during my graduation, my professors were actually in the front row of uh, all, all the people. And as each one of us went up to get our diplomas, they were just cheering us on the entire time. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they were like, as we well, they're like, yeah, go Michael, go Lun. And they were just like being rowdy. And it was really, really amazing. They've always been really, really supportive. And um, I really liked my uh, art education coming out of there. And um, Jake has a slightly different experience <laughs> <laughs> I, I i did not have that experience yeah um i ended up switching over and and because because i really wanted to 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 learn um to, to i want i wanted to heighten my illustration skills and i really wanted to learn how to paint and um what i learned over the next you know three years or so is that um the program there wasn't really interested in teaching me that um and in fact i, I had my experience ended up where I'd had several run-ins with professors where we'd have 30-minute conversations on how illustration wasn't high art, how it was low art, and why it was low art and why it wasn't as well-respected, et cetera, et cetera. I had a professor who told me, like, she she asked me what I wanted to do, and I said, well, I, you know, I like illustration. I, I'd kind of like to do something with that. Maybe I, – I didn't say comics because I could tell there was something odd about that question right up right. front. So I was like, it's like I'm not going to say comics. I'm going to say illustration because that's nice and broad. That could be anything. And she says, oh, well, you should probably – you should probably leave this university then. And this is, this is, I'm in a junior level class at this point. You know? Oh, nice. 
You know, and I'm like, R- really? <laughs> and she said, yeah, yeah, you need to do that. And and in contrast to our graduation, we did have a senior show. It was at the student gallery on campus, one of the student galleries on campus. Um, on opening night of our senior show, none of our professors arrived. Um, I didn't see a single one of them there. During graduation of the, I think, eight faculty that we had, one of them was there that I saw. And he wasn't one of the ones that I had had in any of my classes. Wow. wow. <laughs> so uh, 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 let's just say I had a different experience. Um, <laughs> on, like, on, on like the plus to, side. On, on the plus like side. To, oh, go ahead. <laughs> we, I say we like to break it down into that. Yeah. Uh, the third story of the art building is all the, you know, high fine art snooty people. Yeah. Uh, second story, where I was at, we were considered, you know, the, the art sellouts because we were, you know, corporate. Right. And the bottom floor is all the uh, jewelry and sculpture kids who were kind of like laid back and... Um, well, clove-smoking hippies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, our, 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 our experiences were different. Mine ended up... I, I, I ended up sort of communing with other uh, professionals in the industry and, and ended up really kind of forging personal relationships with some of the guys out at um, Gaijin Studios in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And so... <laughs> though, 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 like you know, a twelve-hour drive away via like online communique and and you know conventions and such, I sort of supplemented the art education that I was paying a lot of money for for something that was free, but that was giving me much more um, concrete um, lessons related to what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So, so I with the with the the very different experiences you guys had, do you feel like? That education prepared you for the work that you're doing now. Uh, yes, I feel like I do. I'm do uh, graphic design freelance right now, mm-hmm. and so which is as a freelancer, they expect you to. When I get called in for any on-site gig, they expect me to be able to rock and roll right away, mm-hmm. without any uh, real uh, instructions on how to do certain things or why certain things shouldn't work. They expect me to come in. It's like, all right, we need this done. We need this done. Here's how our particular system works. I need to work by an hour. And mm-hmm. so uh, I felt like I was able to do that with my education. And um, because on my program, we didn't, we, we weren't really taught uh, software when I was there. They were, it was mostly design theory and that kind of stuff. And I kind of learned soft, you kind of learn software as you, as you go along. Right. And so uh, I felt like, yeah, I feel like my education was really, really good at that and prepared me for intense work environment. My, mine gave me really great, great uh, incentive to uh, for for self motivated learning. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've become really motivated at, at teaching myself things and finding people who who are capable of teaching me them if, if I can't find it on my own. <laughs> That's what my program taught me. Nice. Oh, and, and how to deal with people who who just absolutely don't respect comics. I I, I ran into quite a few of those and I've, I've got a kind of a system on how to deal with those people now i've i've worked it up which <laughs> is really funny because when i was in my uh my watercolor class i felt like they just kind of brushed me off because i was a design student mm-hmm. and i was just like oh he's just he's just here to fill his credits he's kind of a sellout whatever and i was like what there's <laughs> <laughs> most of you in this class <laughs> yeah <laughs> golly wow 
<laughs> so, so, so art education is a, is a varied thing. It's, it's, it's both ends of the spectrum, and that well, was one school. <laughs> well, you know, I, I went to uh, Texas Wesleyan and got my art degree there. And, you know, it's a, it's a, uh, a small school and it's also a religious school. You know, it's a Methodist yeah. university. Yeah. And, uh, like, like yourself, you know, I had a senior project and had to have a senior show. And all year long, I was working on these intaglio etchings that were inspired by an NPR, uh, 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 news item that I had heard. And they were talking about, uh, Christmas in Japan. And, you know, how it is not a, uh, a religious holiday, but it's more of a secular sales holiday, kind of like right. we celebrated here. Yeah. And, uh, but they mix their symbolism. You know, they don't under, uh, at least at that time, they didn't understand the significance of the different symbols. And so you would have a cross with Santa on it. Nice. And of course, I'm, and, and of course, you know, I'm driving around going, that is a great image, <laughs> yeah. you know? And so I, that, that was my, my big piece was the crucifixion of Santa Claus. <laughs> and so, you know, I had Santa up on the cross and, and, uh, you know, Christmas lights wrapped around him. And then, you know, Mrs. Claus is weeping at the foot of the cross being <laughs> consoled by an elf. <laughs> Had done another wow. piece called the Nativity of Santa, in which you know Santa is is you know beard and whatnot, but baby sized in a manger, <laughs> with you know his hippie parents and you know uh, you know Mary is 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 kind of like you know has this uh, you know posture where she's saying you know Joseph come look at our child and Joseph has turned away our child our child you know <laughs> <laughs> instead of the three wise men I had the three stooges and you know. <laughs> I had cowboys instead of shepherds. And then uh, uh, my another piece was, you know, the uh, the raising of the Easter bunny from the tomb. So I had this whole series of, of icons, really, that I had done. And, you know, I had to have the senior show where you present it to the student body. And it's not just the art class student body. It's the entire, you know, everybody who didn't, you know, skip out of this humanities uh, lecture that I'm giving. And, uh, you know, here I am in front of the Methodist University talking, <laughs> talking about the crucifixion of, of Santa Claus. It was just so surreal because oh, there's all these horrified you know, <laughs> religion uh, majors there. Just, you know, I can't believe that, you know, they're doing so many satanic things over in the art department. <laughs> <laughs> just losing their minds. That's over. right. Nice. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So I'm always curious to talk to people about their own uh, art background experience because, you know, while the the art department over at Wesleyan gave us a lot of freedom, they didn't have a lot of uh, uh, resources. Like, for instance, you're, uh, Lund, you were talking about learning software. The, yeah. the, the software uh, class that I had, I mean, it was a joke. I mean, I, I, first of all, you know, you're, you're trying to learn something that's going to translate into, you know, real world you know, skills. And, yeah. and I was in school, you know, what nine, uh, I graduated in 90. So this is somewhere between 86 and, and 1990. And we're on, we're using a piece of software that was probably seven years old at that time. <laughs> you know? wow. I mean, it was bad, bad stuff, but you know, the, the, my uh, professor was an intaglio etcher. I mean, that was her, her expertise. And so, I mean, I learned a lot about printmaking from there, from there. But nothing that was electronic. Mm. So I'm always envious of you guys that have that nice uh, experience. It's insane now. Like I, would, I have a friend who's in the UNT program now, and their first semester, they're already taking an illustrator proficiency test. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. Re- they, they added that in? Really? Uh-huh. Uh, she said she she didn't she didn't pass. She said, uh, like, I guess I guess average class now is like maybe 100, 200 students. Except like 12 kids passed. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's intense. Yeah, I don't I don't think I would have passed if I'd had to take an Illustrator. I, like, Photoshop, yeah, I could have done that. But Illustrator proficiency, man, I still wouldn't pass that. <laughs> yeah, it's just funny stuff. I was like, you gotta do... Because the thing is, with Illustrator, there's multiple ways of doing something, and they want you to find, like, the most efficient way. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Indie Comic Book Week. <laughs> uh, Lun, you, d- do I understand correctly that you uh, did some work on One Night Stand with David Hopkins? Yes, uh, I was able to, because uh, when any combo would start, I couldn't get a book together because I had just started a uh, small comic gig for an, uh, an education company. Oh, okay. And so I was more, I was punching on that and uh, doing other small freelance gigs to uh, pay the rent, and so. But I was able to put together a page for David and his one I stand book, which was uh, pretty brilliant. Uh, I like I love the concept that he put together, and that was really exciting. Uh, I wasn't able to take part in any of his other previous projects, but I was like, he said, "Hey, any artists interested?" I called it hey, right here, dude. Just give me a script, and I'll I'll, I'll put it together. It was a lot of fun. And his is kind of a collection of one-page stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, with I think thirty or thirty-two different artists. Uh huh. And so it's all, it revolves around the themes of casual encounters. If I, if I remember the uh, exact wording and it, it ranges from, oh, I know Jake's is about. Yeah, my, mine's actually a college dorm story, which is the, 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 the very common college dorm story of having, you know, very loud, uh, dorm mates, next door neighbor dorm mates mm-hmm. who are, who are, you know, loud. <laughs> with their activities, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> that's 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 mine, <laughs> and, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, mine was uh, essentially a girl orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> Always a good story, and texting afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And so yeah, so it ranges, and I remember remember uh, David tweeting it. He's like. Yeah, these two stories pretty mundane. Lund and I forget who else he put. He's like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, well, Matt's got a story in there too that's that's pretty oh, hilarious. Oh god, it's like a daydream story. It's like a guy who like his secretary walks in and is trying to hand him a file, and he's just like off having some some very uh, uh, raunchy daydream about this girl as she's talking to him, and so it's like it's her and all the dialogue is is her normally you know, here's sir here's this file and, but but all the the like the background changes and she you know loses her clothes and it's it oh yeah it's 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 all over the place yeah <laughs> there's actually a preview of that on uh, his blog mm-hmm. yes uh-huh. I saw it oh, yeah. and I'm like what the hell what what yeah. is all this nakedness yes. and then I read it and I thought it was funny oh yeah. <laughs> It was hilarious. And then the whole book's like that. It's all the, all the stories are are kind of in that in that vein. So uh, you know, all the books are printed now. Uh, I assume all the books are out at the retailers now. In fact, uh, Jake, I, I think I remember I remembered seeing on Twitter that you were sold out. I am sold out. Yes, I awesome. I, I did I did uh, did my print run and well and, and I. I I had, I had only planned to do a, a certain you know small print run, and because of pretty much because of the Midtown order, I actually had to up my print run by almost fifty percent. Oh wow! 
just to just to to meet all the the demands and and I was still getting even even after I sold out because I sold out I think I was officially completely sold out sometime early December second week of December something like that I I got another order for books on Christmas Eve oh wow <laughs> yeah as late as Christmas Eve somebody emailed me and said hey we want some books and I was like I I'd love to give them to you but. I, they're all gone. <laughs> it's like, may, maybe my next print run, but but there's no way they're getting to you by the thirtieth. Yeah. So, wow, that's excellent. It yeah. is. It is. And and that's and that's not uncommon. Actually, we've 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 you know from the people we talked to, that's a lot of people are selling out their print runs and you know and and really having a lot of excellent coverage and 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 what was great is that just as much as it was us going to the retailers, it became. Um, equally, the retailers coming to us, the creators, which was something that um, we were worried about early on, because it's 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 kind of a it's kind of burdensome to to have you know as as a retailer to you know go in and you know sort through this massive list of titles of you know people you've never heard of and books you don't know what they are and you know they're all going to be providing books via different avenues and the cost you know per unit's going to vacillate really heavily and right. But but you know as I I got a hint to the retailers they 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 really stepped up and and kind of um took it took the the kind of the spirit of the of the 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 event to heart and uh, they really made a lot of like overtures to the creators and and really worked with us because you know as as any creators none of us are doing it the same way we're we've right. all got kind of a different program going but they all they they really managed to kind of reach across and be like okay well here's what we can do for you if you can meet us here we'll we'll make this happen and, and it worked out really well that's excellent so you know the the books are printed at the stores you're sold out you know all that's left is to actually get them in the hands of uh you know the customers the, the fans uh how do you measure success for indie comic book week i mean is it already a success or is you know what what else are you looking for here oh man i'd, I'd call it a success so far i don't i mean <laughs> <laughs> we, we 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 the the initial goal is to get retailers to to buy some indie books and put them on their shelves and and that we've seemed to have accomplished that in spades. So mm-hmm. I'd say that much is is pretty golden right now. And you know at that point it's th- thankfully at that point the the burden of selling the books to the fans becomes a shared burden mm-hmm. because then it's not just the creator you know going out there like like normal indie creators would do where, where you know you'd put it up on Indie Planet or some you know, digital distribution or you do it by yourself where it's all your promotion and you just kind of hope that people latch on once it's on a retailer shelf, that retailer is then also working to sell it because, you know, they have then a vested monetary interest in, in right. your, you know, sell. So it becomes, it becomes kind of a shared, a shared uh, interest, which is really nice. Now, have y'all planned on any kind of uh, follow up with the retailers after the fact, uh, you know, like survey them, find out what worked, what didn't work, that kind of thing? Oh yes, uh, uh, we always do that kind of stuff after uh, conventions, and we call it our essential like our debriefing, yeah, quote unquote. Yeah. And so we always like, okay, what worked and what didn't work, because we don't want to just focus on what didn't work, because if something worked, we want to keep it, right? And and keep those things and change stuff that didn't work, and we expect we're hoping to do something like that uh, for the retailers, for creators, for fans to figure out. What worked because uh, since August, I've always called this a complete mad scramble. <laughs> <laughs> we were flying by the seat of our pants like every day. And so if you like 
I felt sorry for people who emailed us like really, really early on in the process because we were like, we had a message out there and we got a lot of feedback back of like a lot of questions like, what about this? What about this? Like, all right. So we slowly like massaged that message. So people who were emailing us in November got like a really streamlined email back. Like, okay, we need this, 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 and this from you from this date. And we expect this, this, and this from you for the blog and that kind of stuff. Mm hmm. And so, it got much more concise as, as time Yeah, goes. and so that that may be part of why people think we're, you know, corporate, but <laughs> we, were, we got so many emails getting like, well, what about this? What about this? We're like, well, no, that's not what we're trying to do. Yep. And so people were like thinking we were trying to pick fights with like the mainstream books or Diamond Comics. We're like, no, 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 that's not, that's not what we're trying to do. We're not blaming anyone for the No Comic Book Week. It's just a really weird shipping holiday incident. Yeah. Which, which is a great opportunity. So we're just trying to take advantage of an opportunity. I think it's a great opportunity. And wouldn't yeah. it be great if it happened again? Yeah. <laughs> you know, because I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I mean, it's just, it, it's a, it's a perfect storm for you guys. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I, there, I, I cannot think of another time where, uh, the opportunity has been so ripe to get works by, you know, really unknowns. Out into the hands of, of, of fandom. I, I just, I, I think it's great. I think it's great. I'm excited about it. Yeah. Well, we we talked to we talked to Jeremy and at, at Titan, and he he had said that that uh, a a skip week like this has happened before, but it's been like a decade since it happened. Yeah. And and if you think about it, anything over ten years ago, the means to spread the word, kind of virally oh, yeah. grassroots, just wasn't there. Right. So even even if, you know, independent creators wanted to, you know, um, to kind of do this kind of thing, the last time this opportunity was around, just the the methodology, the the, the avenues of of, of uh, spreading the word just weren't there. You just right. couldn't No, I it's it's an amazing opportunity and I I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be huge for you guys. You know, I, I think I think that uh <laughs> You know, I, I think that 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 folks are going to like what they get in their hands. I think that uh, it's going to it's going to jazz and energize some folks, and you know, hopefully, you guys will do this again. And I think you'll have even more creators that want to participate, and even more retailers. Yeah, I really hope so too. Yeah, and and there's 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 been it, it's funny because we we've since we started, I think even even as early as like September. We had people already saying, "Oh, well, this is going to be an awesome annual event." So, from, the, from <laughs> yes. the moment we put the word out there that we were doing it at all, people people just kind of have made the assumption, "Oh, well, we're going to be doing this every year." Yeah. And um, and what was what was even funnier is a couple of weeks ago, I found an article, um, <laughs> and this article was, I mean, it was just hysterical. Like the first couple lines of the article was, "Every year, we in the comic community get together to celebrate Indie Comic Book Week." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty oh, nice. We, we, we have spread the word so well that this event has gone back in time. <laughs> and somebody is under the impression that we've been doing this, not just like once before, but years previous, when we haven't even had the first one yet. And I just, I, 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 I remember calling Lon and he's like, you have to see this man. And like, send in the web. Oh, it was, it's hysterical. That's hysterical. <laughs> I, I I laughed hard that day. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, you know, clearly, you know, Indie Comic Book Week has stretched on so far in the future that they've adjusted. You know, yes. th- had time travel and they've gone back and they've, you know, it's just pretty uh, pretty amazing. We, it's we, like, we've created our own paradox. It's, it's cool. like an issue of Booster Gold. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. There's a, really, there's a really funny thing that came up the other day, and I was uh, doing some research. I found out that from December 29th to December 31st is Comic Con over in Japan. It's, it's essentially their uh, homemade comic books. It's their doujin show mm-hmm. with, with 500,000 attendees. Wow. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's like San Diego here, but it's all indie and like. It's and, all homemade comics, and it's yeah. all even even pros who work because uh, the doujin uh, market in Japan is slightly different because they have I don't know how, like how their copyright uh, uh, situation works, where pros who work on book uh, for a company will do their own side stories on their own and print it themselves in like small runs and sell them at Comic Con. It's really really bizarre how that works out, but it's yeah it's essentially their own little indie show. With you know, five hundred thousand attendees and like a phone book of exhibitors, it's insane. And people line up. They they had to stop letting people line up the day before the show because they're becoming security risks. Because people go to those because those books are so limited, they'll buy them and they can sell them at a shop for like ten times what they bought them for. Right. And so they had to stop that because people were lining up for like a week, or a month beforehand, just to try to get in and get to certain people at certain times. So there's this weird like. Across across the ocean, kind of indie thing going on too at the same time. Which, I don't know how you can call anything indie that involves five hundred thousand people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 what we in America would call the indie scene, and over there they just call it the comic scene. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's it's just it's just Tuesday over there. <laughs> uh, yes. Solomon Azua, number one. Do you see that that this is a character or a story that you want to continue? Oh yeah. Yeah, I've got plans on it, it's it's issue one of six, and oh, and, and I'm not just screwing with you. <laughs> so it's on the cover, yeah, yeah, on the cover it says one of six, and and, and I, I I mean it. <laughs> that's not that's not just me joking around. Um, although there's plenty of joking around done, but that's that that is not one of them. That that one's dead serious. That's so, for real, real, not for play play. Yeah, not for play play. <laughs> uh, so that that one that one. I, I, like Indie Comic Week is kind of the debut, mm-hmm. and I'll be working on the rest of the series throughout this year. I'm gonna try and have this uh, six issue arc finished by um, this time next year, so at the latest. So I'm probably probably gonna be releasing um, on kind of a bi monthly schedule mm-hmm. uh, once beginning like in 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 like uh, like January would be kind of the start of my next production cycle. So like. Issue two would be done, uh, like end of February, and then you know, so on and so forth, all the through a year. So. Well, and we can complain about you know when you don't make deadlines and whatnot. Yes, you know? yes, indeed. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, no, and I'll be posting updates on the blog, so you know, if you want to get on, be like you know, you know, r- r- ride me about it. Go ahead. <laughs> it'll, be good. it'll be good. It'll keep me motivated. <laughs> Just like waiting for that last issue of Captain America Reborn. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Let's hope it's not like that. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, Paul, you got anything else? No. Um, well, I, I mentioned IndieComicBookWeek.com, but uh, I know most guys uh, have their own websites. Uh, so, Jake, like, you know, you, you mentioned your blog. Uh, you know, where can people check out your blog? Uh, they can check out my stuff at uh, – let me make sure I've got the, the web address perfect here because – you should I have that tattooed forget. on your arm. By I, I should. I should. Well, it's, it's because it's one of those blogger addresses. It doesn't have a www on it. But, oh, um, it's uh, jakeekus.blogspot.com. And that's where 
where my stuff's going out. And I know one's got one of his own as well. He should plug that now. Oh, uh... (laughs) (laughs) If you just go to benlunlu, V-I-N-H-L-U-A-N-L-U-U dot com, it links to all my various websites. So, like, my my blogger, my DA, my uh, model mayhem, my Flickr account. So it kind of goes goes a little bit everywhere from that. It's a portal of mine. And, and an easy way to get all of our stuff is to go to uh, www.space-gun.com, and that's the entire studio. Uh, that's me, Lon, Matt, uh, Evan, Bryce, and uh, uh, soon-to-be Paul Milligan. He's, I don't think he's on the website just yet, but he'll be he'll be on there soon with our next update. Yes. Now, you know, I first met you guys at uh, Wizard World. Uh, you guys got any cons that you have on the books for this year? We, we have a couple. The, some, of the, some of the ones we had have kind of fallen through. We've got, what, what do we have? We have, okay, DCC. Comic Con coming up yeah. in January 30th, right? Yeah. Then we have Staple coming up on March 6th in Austin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, past that, there's uh, the, there's, the there's kind of some fuzz. Yeah. <laughs> kind of falling through. Uh, we haven't heard anything about Kate coming up, but we'll, yeah, be, do- we'll be doing sh- signings all over Dallas uh, for a free comic day anyway. Yeah, I yeah. talked to Richard uh, over at Zeus uh, last week, and he does not plan on doing Kate this year. Yeah, the variant like taken off. And so yeah, it's really cool for that. Um, yeah, there's not there's we have a couple shows on like on our on our calendar as a reminder. Uh, but they're all kind of all over the United States, so we're not entirely sure which shows we'll be able to hit at we, during the time frame. We we we've been doing like a bunch of local shows and then like a, a single out of state show a year for for a while now. So we'll we'll end up probably going to one of those out of state shows. We're just not sure which one yet. Right. We we've got a couple that we've been wanting to hit. Uh, Jake, are you doing signings on Wednesday? I am. I'll be at uh, Titan Comics um, off of. Uh, was it Martian Northwest Highway in in Dallas? Mm-hmm. So, and Lund, uh, are you going to be anywhere on Wednesday? I will be floating around. I'm. Uh, <laughs> yes. So <laughs> I said, me and my girlfriend would run out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my girlfriend would run out and uh, uh, take pictures and maybe do little videos because I've started a Flickr account, which the posting should be scheduled to go on uh, on Monday. And so uh, that that way people can post their photos into that group once the event happens. And I have a, a posting about Twitter and reminding people to use the hashtag on Wednesday because I want to see it blow up as, you know, people are going to signings, doing books and that kind of stuff. And I want people to start posting photos of their events uh, to the Flickr group uh, once uh, after Wednesday. Excellent. I'll be doing that. We're we're really hoping we can find somebody in New York who can go to some of the shops there because it seems like the shops the outside of the ones in Texas those shops ordered some of the most books. We want to see if we can find somebody to go and like photograph the wall. Yeah, because it's going to be pretty impressive. Yes, retailers you want photos of your wall and your uh, <laughs> all the books you're getting up, and I want to well, start spreading all and, that. And there's one sh- what do you I don't know, I don't remember which shop it is and maybe one you do there's there's some shop. That they've got like twenty nine indie creators doing signings that day. Spaz Dog, I believe. Spaz, is it Spaz Dog? Oh that's man, Twitter name. Man. I don't remember. Um, yeah, it will. If it's if it's that's their Twitter name, that's that's the shop because I okay. I mailed some books to them. Yeah, it's it, like they're 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 calling it like IndieCon 010 or 09. <clears throat> and it's literally they they've got like 
you know, just shy of 30 indie creators from like their local area who agreed to come in and do signings that day just as part of the event. I don't oh, even know awesome. if all of them are, I don't, I'm, I'm certain not all of them are putting in books for it, but they're all going to be there signing and promoting indie works in general. I'm like, whoa, that's awesome. Yeah, that is, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Hey, Paul, can you go over there and take some pictures? Yeah, yeah, I, I should. I should. <laughs> that's a really long lunch break. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Paul. <clears throat> you can do it. Yeah, which job is more important? <laughs> the podcast job. <laughs> well, guys, thanks so much. I wish you nothing but the best on Wednesday. I know it's, I know it's going to rock hard, and I uh, look forward to chatting with you after to see how things went. And uh, really would love to talk to you guys about your debrief. Oh, oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Definitely. Excellent. And I will be seeing you over at Dallas Comic-Con on the 30th. I'll be there uh, Awesome. Ideology of Madness and uh, Funny Books, uh, taking cool. pictures and interviewing folks. So Cool, because uh, I haven't seen you out in a con in, like, it's well, been a while. since Wizard World. <laughs> is, it, is it really? Yeah. Oh, oh, man. I haven't done anything in uh, in town uh, since Wizard World, because, I mean, I've gone to you know a couple of things out of state, but I haven't done anything in Dallas since then. Okay. We, we've run into each other though, haven't we? Because I, I feel like I think we like ran into each other at, like at Zeus or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just when Aaron's stalking you, you know, I ran <laughs> into you in my backyard going through my trash, didn't I? Because <laughs> well, because I, I kept seeing Aaron. Like we saw each other at cons, and then there's like this big long dry spell where yeah. I'd be at cons, and I'd be like, I know Aaron lives around here. Yeah. Yeah. Live in the same town. <laughs> well, you know, it seems like every time they've got that, you know, they've got those series of science fiction and comic book cons that happen over in Richardson. It seems like every yeah. time those are on, I'm out of town. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, fortunately, I'm I am in town for the for the next one, and they've got actually a really nice guest list coming. Ooh, in. Yes. Oh yeah, so. yeah. This next one's gonna be gonna be sweet. I mean, I was just bitching at Paul about how we don't get anything here now that Wizard World's left, and and uh, you know, then all of a sudden they're doing this one. I'm like, okay, well, I'll take that. <laughs> you know, yeah. I think I, it, it's it's kind of nice because it, it looks like because Wizard World is now left. It, it, I think that our other uh, con promoters and such are kind of stepping up to fill that void as yeah. as much as possible. Yeah, there's some opportunity there for them, so I'm excited about that. Well, you guys have a have a great one again. Best of luck on Wednesday, and uh, have a happy New Year. Thank you. Happy New Year to you. And uh, before we go to all our listeners, um, check out www.indiecomicbookweek.com. And Indie Comic Book Week is this Wednesday, January 30th. You know, so check out your shop. Take December 30th. December 30th. December 30th. Whatever. December 30th. This Wednesday. This Wednesday. This Wednesday, December. December 30th. Um, Take pictures of your shop and send them in, and we'll get them to the right place. Podcast theme music graciously provided by Mark Andrew Pope. For more information, visit markandrewpope.com. Funny Books with Aaron and Polly is a production of ideologyofmadness.com. No Spider-Man clones were harmed in the production of this podcast.